serious one it is. Kill hard. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, okay, this morning I want to use some uh, clips uh, from a film Encanto to share some thoughts with you. Uh, I'm going to show you five clips in total. And um, uh, for background, the film centers around a character called Mirabel. And Mirabel is part of the Madrigal family. Um, and many years ago, um, in the script of the film, the lady who's now the grandma of the family, she's called Abuela, um, something happened to her, and I'm, I won't say too much in case you watch it later on, but something happened to her, and she receives a miracle in the form of a candle. Um, and this candle kind of gives special gifts to all the family. Um, and in this first clip, we hear Mirabel tell some little children all about the gifts that are in the family. So this is Mirabel, and she's telling you all about her family and all about the gifts that they get. And basically, the whole village is upheld by this family and all the gifts that they've got. Um, so, oh, by the way, if you're watching it online, uh, we can't stream these clips because of copyright, but the links to all the clips in different places on YouTube are in the description. So if you click on the links in the description, this is clip one, you'll be able to see it. But then don't get lost in YouTube. Come back, because this is bad. <laughs> Family were incredibly gifted, and each of them has a special gift that everyone knows, everyone can see. It's really obvious, except Mirabel. And as we'll see later, when Mirabel has a gift ceremony, uh, nothing seemed to happen. She didn't get an obvious gift like everybody else. Um, and as we'll see, this, but there is actually so much about her that's just incredibly wonderful. And um, of course, it's very easy to look around, just like most of the people in the village and Mirabella herself, and see what everybody else has got and what they can do, and then look at what you don't have and all that. But what I love about this film, and in particular about Mirabella, is that she doesn't do that. It's clear she's the only one in the film without an obvious gift, but that doesn't stop her using what she does have, sharing who she is and being a part of the family as much as she can. And we'll get back to that in the next clip. But, but for this little bit, I want to concentrate on a couple of lines that Abuela, the grandma, sings. So she's the one that gets this miracle, that means all the kids have these years' gifts, that means the village is awesome. And yet she sings these words. She says the family needs to earn the miracle that somehow found us and that work and dedication will keep the miracle burning. And I suppose a few years ago, I would have picked out those lines and highlighted them as a good thing. But these days, I'm realizing it's perhaps not so much a good thing. Because the family's been blessed with something incredible, but she's talking about earning something that's already been given. She says, I've got to earn the miracle that somehow found us. Why would you earn something that's already been given? Surely you meant to enjoy it not earn it. But what I see is plenty of people trying to earn what they've already received. So you have already received the unconditional love of the Father, and yet lots of people act like work and dedication will keep the miracle burning. But actually, you're not meant to earn something that you've already received. See, learn to receive the love of the Father, learn to accept the love of the Father is so, so important, learn to rest in what he's already done, instead of striving to get something you already have, is a key to maturing. Maybe we've got to stop earning the miracle that's already found us. Whatever that miracle is. I mean, if you think about it, 
once you've earned this month's paycheck, it's earned, isn't it? You don't keep earning it, you earn next month's paycheck. You don't earn last month's paycheck because you've got it now. But yet in lots of ways, lots of us keep trying to earn the miracles that we've already got. It, it might be just the fact that the love of God, but it might also be a relationship that you're blessed with. It might be a job or a role you've found. And of course, there's this sense of, well, I've got, I've got to earn it, I've got to keep earning it. Of course, you've got to keep yourself in it. And work and dedication will be helpful. But when it comes to receiving things you've already been given, you don't need to earn it. You just need to enjoy it. You've already received everything you need from the Father. He loves you, he's got you, he's there. Now, now it's time to enjoy it. Not worry about earning it or whether it's going to disappear. Or whether if you get this wrong or that wrong, it's gone. No. No. It's about learning to receive it. And as you'll see, Abuela's problem, if you watch the whole film anyway, you'll see that Abuela's problem is that she keeps trying to earn something she's already got and then completely misses the point. Instead of just learning to enjoy everything that she'd already received. Okay. In this next clip, Mirabel's cousin, little Antonio, is going to get his gift. So there's a gift ceremony where when the kids come of age, they have this little ceremony and you'll see Antonio's. But I want you to watch Mirabel in this clip. Because Mirabel has gone through this ceremony and there's some flashbacks in the, in the clip that show you what happened. But I want you to think about her in the middle of it, knowing that when she had her ceremony, it didn't work according to what happened before. But as well as watching what happens with Antonio, I want you to watch the heart of Mirabel and think about what it might mean for her to do what she does. All right, mate, thank you. Clip two. If that, that scene to me is all about the bravery, selflessness, humility, and faith Mirabel shows. In many ways, I think it speaks for itself, that clip. Because earlier on in the film, you see Antonio and Mirabel are really close friends, and we see the way that Antonio wants Mirabel to help him. And then we see those flashbacks to when Mirabel went to get her gift and the magic disappeared. And, and you see that she's, she's basically come to believe and was told that it was her fault, that something was wrong with her because she didn't get her gift. So just think then, this moment then is going to prove it one way or another. Because if Antonio doesn't get his gift, well, the magic knot's working. But if Antonio does get his gift, it must be something wrong with her. So think of the bravery when Antonio holds out, hand says, holds out his hand and says, come and help me, and she walks down with him. Probably thinking, maybe, maybe it's me, maybe I'm the one that's at fault, maybe I'm the one that's got it wrong, maybe there's something wrong with me. I think... It's, I mean, would you even be there? Would you, would you even be in the room? Would you even be present? Wouldn't you be hiding somewhere out of the way? But instead, she's front and center. And Antonio holds out his hand and says, I need you. And she offers herself in front of all those people. She chooses a path that reminds her of something deeply painful, probably worried that she'll make it go wrong, but does it out of this deep love for him. I find it incredible. And then she sees somebody else get what they want, which is heartbreaking for her, but beautiful for them. Don't tell me that ain't like Jesus. I mean, it's incredible. She's absolutely incredible. The heart of this girl is utterly incredible. Can you imagine what that time must have been like? To even put herself in that situation and be present is incredible. It is ultimate self-sacrifice. And yet she does it. And then, 
she, uh, they kind of have a little party and then they all get together to the family who've got all the gifts and of course she's not in the picture. And then at that point, she sings this song. Have you got that next? I love this song for a few reasons. Because I think it echoes the journey we all go through. She starts off, I'm fine, I'm totally fine. I'll stand on the side as you shine. And then she starts to speak honestly and truthfully about what's on her heart. She outlines all the ways she's not like her family and all the things they can do but she can't do. And then she sings these lines. All I need is a change. All I need is a chance. All I know is I can't stay on the side. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. She's absolutely desperate to be seen for what she brings to be recognized. And of course, Abuela, the grandma, can only see the gifts the magic brings. She cannot see beyond the gifts the magic brings. And because no one's seen her or recognized Mirabelle, and she starts to ask deeper questions, she sings these words, Who am I inside? So what can I do? Who am I inside? And what can I do? Which, of course, is a question we all ask. And many of us fall into the trap of the Madrigal family and start looking at gifting for what we can do. We want to do this, do that, do the other. But of course, when Jesus answers that question, it's all about relationships first. It's all about relationships first. It's about who you're relating to and how you're relating to them that's key, rather than doing anything. Our society and our culture is absolutely hung up on what you're doing and what you're achieving. But no, I think Jesus is much more hung up on who you're relating to and how you're relating to them. Because who you are, of course, it's about your identity. But everything you do has got to flow out of that. And your prime identity is a son and a daughter to the Most High King. That's who you are. First and foremost. That's who you are on the inside. And it's the only thing that really matters. And I suppose, really, we've got to start to nail down as something we actually know as a truth and reality in our own hearts that that is who we are. Because... Nothing in this world will tell you that it'll be judged on everything external. But until we actually start to know at some deep depth, deep in our hearts, that no matter what goes on, no matter what good things and bad things, we are sons and daughters of the king, we'll struggle hugely. And of course, once you know that, then you can live that out, because that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to find out who we are and then live out of that, not live out of something and try and work out who we are. As the film moves on, we see the magic starts to fade a little and some of the family members don't seem to be able to operate in their gift as much as they used to. And then they start to ask some questions about themselves. And again, it's this place where you used to be able to do something and now you can't. And that causes you to ask all sorts of questions. And that happens as you go through all the seasons of life. There are things you used to be able to do that you can't do. And this is happening to her sister, Louisa. And everybody in the film knows that Louisa's strong, but what we see is that her whole identity has become wrapped up in a gift. And then when the gift starts to fade, she has this incredible crisis. This next... I can't be of service. Who am I if I can't carry it all? Under the surface, I think about my purpose. How can I somehow preserve this? Who am I if I don't have what it takes? The whole film is about identity. 
And it's about whether we love and accept people for what they can do or who they are. And this song is all about one girl trying to work that out. Because, of course, if you build any of your identity and purpose on what you do, then at some point what you do will fade in some way, shape, or form. And then you'll start asking the questions Louisa asked. I also wanted to show you this clip because I think at times we all feel a little like Louisa. Like we're trying to hold it all together. Maybe for the family. Maybe for a group of friends. Maybe just for ourselves. And the pressure of that, the pressure of feeling like it sits on your shoulders is huge. And you start to ask questions like she did, like, who am I if I don't have what it takes? Who am I if I can't hold it all together? But of course, again, we have to go understand that there's nothing wrong in it all falling apart. Sometimes it falls apart. Okay. You were not designed to live with the pressure of holding it all together. Colossians 1.17 says, Jesus is before all things, and in him all things hold together. The problem is that we think we have to keep it all together. But it's not that us who hold it together, he holds it together. Not you. The truth is, it's only in him, in Jesus, that everything does hold together. So if something feels like it's falling apart then the answer is not for you to stress and strain and shoulder my way. It's for you to invite Jesus into it because he holds things together. I've learned that I've tried many times to hold things together and I've just failed miserably nearly every time. The only time it's worked is when I invited Jesus in because he actually knows how to hold it together. He actually knows what to do with it. And so whether that's you internally feeling like it's all falling apart or you're feeling a pressure to hold the business together or the family together or the marriage together or the friendship together or whatever it is, then, then if the only way it can come together is if Jesus is fully in it. And when he's fully in it, then it can come together. Assuming both people want to come together if there's people involved. But maybe we've got to start inviting him into it rather than just saying we're going to put more weights on top of it. Because at some point, the pressure tolls. At some point, it becomes too much. Okay, I want to show you one final clip, which is basically the last song in the movie. And I'm not, I'm not really going to comment on it, because I think it just speaks for itself. The lyrics are, are on this one. Uh, I'm conscious that sometimes she sings so quick, you ain't got a clue what she's on about. But um, this is about them all kind of coming together. But there's a, there's a character uh, that appears called Bruno in the first clip. It was, we don't talk about Bruno. And um, again, I won't say too much, but basically Bruno, Bruno's gift was seeing the future. And he got misunderstood because they thought he was saying what will happen. And therefore, whatever he said would come true and he saw negative things. Of course, he was just letting them know what was going to happen so they could do something different. But they misunderstood him. So he, he ends up kind of leaving the family. Um, and you'll see Bruno come back. That's part of this song. But as you watch this clip, I just, I don't, I'm not going to comment on it because I don't think I need to. Because I think if you listen with your spirit as well as your heart, it says everything that needs to be said about family, about togetherness, and about building on a proper foundation that is all about our own individual unique beauty and worth 
rather than any gifts we may have. All right, Luke, can you just play that last clip for us, mate? Thank you. Beautiful, isn't it? Just beautiful. Okay, I'm not going to make any other comment on that. I think it speaks for itself. But if you want to watch the whole film, I think it's only available on Disney Plus. So 